Hey, welcome back. You're listening to To Catch a Cryptid. I'm Jen. I'm Matt. And you're listening to To, to Catch a Cryptid. Catch a Cryptid. I'm glad you got that out there. <laughs> so, so many times. Well, I mean, it's only our second episode. It's not like we have an intro lockdown. <laughs> right. I think the listeners, the all one, two listeners we get, they, For they, now. they For now. understand. For now. You have to act like we're on episode 300 and oh. we got a million followers and they're tuning into to like the first couple episodes. So it's kind of like a fake it till you make it kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So this is a totally professional podcast you're listening to. <laughs> oh, yeah. In case you couldn't tell. Yeah. We're, we're uh, sitting on our couch. Well, we're equal parts humor and horror. Right. Humor. Humor. Moving along. Yeah, we got, we're sitting on the couch. <laughs> we got uh, two cats and a dog, and they all run amok all the time, um, especially while we're trying to sleep. You're going to hear them in the background, and uh, the dog And is... we're, we're done apologizing for it. If you hear our dog scooting her ass across the floor, it's just going to be... <laughs> she, she doesn't do that, but... <laughs> it's just yeah, going to be part of remains. the show. Yeah, the point remains... Um, this is not a professional right. podcast. And we're recording on a phone. So, like, I'm holding it up between us. Yeah, probably by the time we get to episode three, we might have, you know, professional equipment. But at this time, you get what you get. You get what you get. It's all about the content anyway. Uh, I'm fond of our delivery. <laughs> it's it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. It's DiGiorno. Not sponsored. No, not sponsored. Um, um, so, okay. Um, our show is To Catch a Cryptid, like we mentioned a few in, times. Uh, in episode one. And yeah. uh, I think we, you would know that by now. We have not yet. We only had one episode. Yeah, we, we really haven't scratched. I mean, the, the, the title of our show is To Catch a Cryptid. So you're probably thinking, what the hell? So far, you've only talked about ghosts and aliens. Where the hell are the cryptids that... You're self-titled after. Well, we're going to tell you. Exactly. Right now? Yeah. Buckle up, buttercup. You're in for a... <laughs> you're in for a ride, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, okay. So, what is your favorite cryptid? i got a few. I mean, there's... Well, I, yeah, yeah, you know, I've yeah, been yeah. into cryptozoology since I was a kid. And, Same. you know, if... if uh, Let's see... It's not a, not like I exactly followed any kind of career choice growing up. <laughs> right. But, you know, my first job choice when I was a kid, I think I was like five and I told my mom I wanted to be a marine biologist. Wow. Yeah, except it wound up becoming like a self-proclaimed cryptozoologist instead. <laughs> that counts. It, it, uh, counts it for I don't something. get I don't get paid for it, but you know. Yeah, so if you do. So, um, uh, there's so many now in the list of cryptids. I think my first ever favorite and still going is the jackalope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fast as fast can be. You'll never catch me. You remember yeah, that? No. You don't remember that? That was from, uh, oh my God. What was that show? You had Bob Saget's, well, that was America's Funniest Home Videos. What was after that? 
I don't have. Was I, it still America's Funny? It was uh, Dave Coulier and somebody else. Daisy. Um, I'll think about it. But you know what I'm talking about. Was that yes. the same show? It or it was no. Another? It was a no. Oh, that. Oh no, no. It was a. Uh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Candid camera. Mm, what? No, that wasn't it. Was it? No. You're on candid camera. No, 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 no. That was a totally different show. Anyway, so on there they had the, some of the videos they showed were of the jackalope having little adventures, and when he talked, he would talk like this. And that was his catchphrase. Fast as fast can be, you'll never catch me. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my, the because I've been fond of rabbits, like, my whole life. And naturally, when I discovered, you know, the antlered variety, that was my, that was my first, <laughs> that was my first favorite cryptid. But, but, but you know what, though? There is that condition that rabbits can get. Yeah, with the growths and... Yeah, of the bones that come through the head. And they look like... They can look like antlers. Yeah, but those... They're not real jackalopes. No. But they... They don't count. Okay. They don't count. Okay. And then my more recent favorite, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, man. Those things are awesome. They're so cute. And we got footage, but... I mean... Yeah, it could be faked. It could totally be faked easily, but I guess. But I choose to believe. But, I mean, that's the way you could say with any cryptid yeah. video or whatever. And I choose to believe, too. You know, I think the universe is full of stuff we will never understand as a people, as a race, as a human. The proof is out there. The proof is out there. And, it. I mean, you know... Every now and then I'll see like in the news where NASA has or somebody um, has has discovered a new planet on some solar system in some universe, some galaxy, uh, 80 kajillion space years away. And they're like, yeah, this could potentially have life, but it's a planet we've never seen before. And I'm like, yeah. how could we potentially know everything on Earth? So, yeah, I like, mean... Why not? Why couldn't there be the skin or the 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 Fresno Nightcrawler Nightcrawlers? Yeah, why couldn't they be a thing? Ah, uh, that's a good question. And that's also what I think about like ghosts. There's the skeptics, and there's like, will you ever be able to get evidence that nobody can dispute? Yeah, that's. I think it's kind of a thing for everybody, like. Personally, people would have to be able to touch it to believe it, you yeah, know? right. Like, but could, you, could you imagine putting your hands on a Bigfoot and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm feeling all around trying to find, like, the zipper for the, for, for the, for the fursuit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, my, my, what big teeth you have, Mr. Bigfoot. <laughs> like, <laughs> just imagine, like, putting your hands all over like, oh, honk, honk down there, Mr. Bigfoot. Like, oh what God. a big package you have. I don't know. I, we'll probably Whoa. we'll probably cut that part out. Hey, I do the editing. That is not coming out. <laughs> um, now, speaking of Bigfoot. Um, yes. I'm sorry. Did you have other uh, favorites? Oh, my God. I've got so many favorites. We'll save them, you know, for further ep- episodes to talk about, but. Um, you didn't tell me your favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, our our listeners would 
love to know. They would love to know. I loved, like when I was a kid, I, well, I've always been a fan of Bigfoot. Of course. I mean, I think he's... I think he's like... He's OG if, cryptid. If America had a national cryptid, I think the Bigfoot would probably be yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I, I think... He's just beloved by many. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, because they could technically exist anywhere... Yeah. I mean, you got them up in Canada, Canada in the snow. You got them down in Florida, like the swamp skunks. Um, the Yetis up north. Yeah. I mean, they are uh, spread out through all types of weather, and clearly they are built and capable for cold weather. Um, I think they would definitely be my favorite. But we're going to talk about that later when it comes to, like, how are they getting away with living yeah. in today's society? Oh, well, it's well actually... oh, I have things to say about that. Right. But in the I meanwhile. I think I know another of your, you have a few favorites that I know of. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's another one? The Loveland Frogman. That is one of my favorites of all time, yes. And Mothman. Oh, the Mothman now. Should we take a second, or should we make that a separate episode? The Mothman? To talk about the Mothman, the Mothman Festival. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to make that a separate episode. We went to the festival one year, and... Um, it was not a good time. No. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll, we'll get back to that in another episode, so you have something to look forward to. Right. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> or like, follow. subscribe, or ding that bell. I don't know how it Smash works. Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. One oh of those God, guys. I hate that. <laughs> Don't. I'm sorry. I had to. Love one frogman. Uh yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Mothman later. Um but the Love one frogman for those of you who ha- have never heard of it. Um Loveland is a city, isn't it? Township. A city in o- like a town in Ohio where we live. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool part of town. It's, um, very wooded. Loveland is a very wooded place. And, uh, there's a, uh, a like river? a main river that goes through it. The, the, Miami, was it the little Miami? I don't know. Geography is not my thing. <laughs> and, uh, Loveland is one of the historic neighborhoods. I have learned over the years from different people who were from around there. Well, like the history of Loveland, and it's really cool. But uh, <laughs> there was an instance back in the like the fifties where a police officer saw this thing in the road. It was like a really cold. I think it was March. It was like overnight or something, and and he said that uh, it was really cold. There was frost everywhere, and. Um, he was driving down this road along this river and <laughs> he saw this. He thought it was an injured dog in the road. So he stopped his cruiser and he got out and this thing stood up and he said it was like a, I think three or four foot tall, looked like a frog, but it was standing on its back legs like a man. And um, some things I've read said that he pulled his gun and fired on it 
And it that sounds like something a cop would do. Right. And he left the thing leapt over the uh, the barricade thing on or what is it? The the rail the guard rail, rail. Yeah, the guardrail because the river was there. It he heard it drop into the river and he said, you know, it was like so frigid cold out that the river had to be cold. But this thing dove in with no problem. Um there was another story where uh i think he had seen seen it holding a like a magic wand what yeah with sparks shooting out of the end of it yeah there's some craziness to this story but um he reported it and he lost his job because of it wow so yeah because he had to tell because he fired his gun discharged his weapons and they needed to know why yeah they needed to know (laughs) A couple of years later, maybe it was it the 70s, maybe another officer over there claims to have seen it also. But then I guess he w- was told that he was about to lose his job. So he said, oh, I'm sorry, I was making it up because I like the story and I wanted to keep it going. Mm. But apparently he also saw one and apparently that's it. That's like the whole, that's the only two times it's ever been seen. But that area uh, used to have a, t- uh, like a very um, high population of indigenous and the Twi-Twi tribe, say that three times fast, they were there and apparently they had a name for it, which basically translated to um, like knight not knight like fighter or warrior or something but it was something that apparently they battled with wow yeah and it's in their lore but it's also very hard to come by that lore like i did a lot of research on the loved one frogman for that book i wrote uh, basically based around the loved one frogman <laughs> The the lore is just I, I I'm still looking for um a good backstory to it. However, I learned a lot about them from this guy I worked with in or near Loveland, and he said he's he was actually I guess still is a Mason and an and the Knights Templar, and without question he said. Um, oh, they're aliens. Eh. And I was like, well, I guess if anybody knew, it would be him. So they could be aliens. Um, but it, what was funny to me is after I learned about the Loveland Frogman, I had never heard about him before in my life. I started noticing that everything around Loveland, like they had, I think, a community baseball team was the Loveland Frogman. And there's like a marathon, like track runners or something, the, the frogmen, and there or it was a race, like a two K race or some shit. It was called the Frogman Race. Wow! And I'm like, how is it all over? And I, I'm just now learning about right. this. You know, that's that's crazy. So there's also implications that the Loveland Castle was built for some reason having to do with these frogmen. We'll uh we'll do more investigating on that and make that another episode in the future for you guys if you're interested in hearing that. Um, definitely follow us on social media and let us know what you'd like to hear about. 
Um, or if you'd like to hear more about the Loveland Frogmen. Yeah, and speaking of social media, give out some links. Yeah, um, so we're on Twitter, at to catch a cryptid, and uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we also have, uh, we're setting up a couple little things here and there. We have that, the Twitter. Um, we got actually got really lucky with this show name, To Catch a Cryptid. Like, it's not taken anywhere. This is the first, as far as I can find online, the first time somebody's used this name, which is really interesting to me because I'm terrible at naming stuff. But um, we have a blog, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a blog. Which is tocatchacryptid.wordpress.com. Yeah. And it is also like our link tree. Basically, the both have all of our links, so you can go to our link tree or you can go to the blog. Uh, you can actually listen to our podcast on the blog, and um, I think it's posted actually on Linktree too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's really cool. So there you go. We just made two uh, different pages for the same thing. <laughs> That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of just keeping it simple for now. You know, we're just starting out, and it's all... Life is hard. It's already hard hard keeping up with my regular social media. So until if and when we grow a bigger presence, we might do a Discord server where we can all hang out. If that's something that you're interested in, definitely hit us up on Twitter to let us know. Um, We would love to be able to sit and chat with other people that are, you know, into the paranormal and cryptids and Etc. So, absolutely. And, you know, if you don't have Twitter and don't want to get Twitter, which I understand, totally understand. A lot of people are also leaving Twitter now that Elon owns it. Um, If you don't have Twitter, you can email email us directly at to catch a cryptid at gmail.com. And uh, you can also, there's a form, a contact form on the blog. That you can fill out as well, but it sends that email directly to... email would be the fastest way to get a hold of us. Absolutely. So if you have any ideas of things that you'd like to hear, or you're just looking for a place to hang out with us that's not Twitter, you know, we're we're already considering making a Discord, because everybody has, you know, Discord. Oh, yeah. It's been around forever. We'll consider it. Yeah. We're already... You know, by the time... This episode ends. It could already be, you know, out there in the ether. Right. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay. Back to the cryptids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing that's really bothering me. What? When it comes to cryptids, especially Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Back to that. Especially Bigfoot. Oh, you know, yeah. and especially as long and as varied amount of shows there are now that are dedicated specifically to finding Bigfoot. I think the one that we watched most recently was monster quest. Yes. Um, and this was, if you're a a fan of the show, uh, this was the episode where they were at some like, uh, camping lodge on an Island that could only be accessed by boat. Yeah. It was in Alaska And and they had set up a board with nails or screws in it. To leave in front of the door to keep bears from entering the cabin. So it, it was that episode. If you've seen it, then you'll know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen it, to give you a rundown of what it's about, these camp, these um, these hunters, they only use the lodge every so often. 
when they got to the lodge and discovered something had it's like a Tasmanian devil had run through the entire inside of the lodge it was just completely destroyed so they then decided to put down this board with screws in it as like a way to deter something from getting inside it again you know they clean the place up put the board down with the screws face up so that if something were to step on it it would leave behind a trail of you know blood fur what have you they go back out there they discover you know something had stepped on it and they had fur or hair some kind of fibers and there was tissue and blood you know wrapped around the base of one of these screws and they were outlining it with a sharpie to see just how big the footprint was of whatever had stepped on the board. Yeah, it was huge. And it was huge. And that's not what's aggravating me. What's aggravating me is they they found these fi- these these fibers and blood and tissue but made no mention of sending it off to a laboratory. And if these shows are designed to, de- to you know, just dis- decide once and for all, if there is, you know, indeed a Bigfoot, why did they not take the tissue and fibers to a laboratory? Yeah. And, and that's not the first <laughs> show I've seen where they do this. Right. Like we watched that other one where it was uh, in Florida. With the uh, swamp skunk, wasn't it? Yes. And some guy had apparently hit one. From like 50 feet away, shot it. No, he ran over. He hit it with his car. That one. Oh, that's right. They said, you know, they said on the front front panel of the car, there was blood and hair. But made no mention. That was it. That's of sending it said. off to a laboratory. Yeah, that was all they said about it. Wouldn't that be the very first thing you do? <sighs> so if they did, what were the results? And why exactly. didn't they tell us that on that episode? That's another thing that bothers me with this whole cryptid and just the paranormal in general. It's like these things are supposed to be kind of helping the cause and they're hurting it by doing stuff like that, you know, because the average viewer who may be on the fence, who may be a skeptic, they might pick up on that. Yeah. Well, why didn't they say that they sent it to Leaving a Leaving more questions than answers. Right. That takes away the legitimacy that I think takes away you know, like with ghosts, with with the paranormal. It does seem to suck a little bit of the fun and believability out of it. It does. And part of being, you know, a fan of cryptids is believing regardless of seeing. Yes. And, you know. But some of these shows are just awful. Yeah. And it's and like the ghost hunting shows. A lot of them I can't watch because they almost make a mockery out of, you know, hunting ghosts and um how to hunt ghosts or whatever everybody i'm sure has their own technique techniques but some of them are just like ridiculous that's why i can't watch that ghost adventures at all yeah it it can be a little difficult to watch some of these just because of how the people act 
Yeah. But anyways. So I think a lot of these, a lot of times these shows, I think they're really just, you know, trying to catch on the craze, jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. As opposed to wanting to actually help. That's why I always appreciated Ghost Hunters, because they would say if a place wasn't haunted. Yeah, but that's just their, I mean... Just because nothing happened that night that they were there that's, doesn't mean... That's true. What I'm saying is it's on TV, it's a hit TV show, and they would actually spend a whole hour hunting for something, and if they didn't come up with something, they wouldn't say, oh yeah, this place is definitely haunted. I heard a creak. You know, right. You know, true. they would say it's not haunted. Inconclusive. An hour, Yeah. And that was back then, and then I found out that sci-fi was making them fake stuff for ratings. And that was kind of why, I think, why Grant left. You know... What? We just recently binged, watched from beginning to end, finally jumped on watching um, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I've got a lot to say about that show, but one thing I can absolutely say for them is even though they run a lot of scientific experiments, at least they followed through with taking their findings to local scientific institutes to try and discover what properties are within some of these objects that they found on the property. So that is one thing I can really appreciate about that show. I think that show, there's some legitimacy. I think there's a lot of legitimacy to it. But it also leaves questions for me. Lots of questions. Like, why aren't the TV cameras apparently not being affected when every other electric equipment out there gets affected? That's that's a very good point. Like... <laughs> I don't want to get too much... Into well, that can probably be another episode and by itself because there's so sure. much about it. Yes, that we have questions about. But but that's a really good freaking question. I also want to say that is one of my favorite cryptids too. Is the Skinwalker? Is the Skinwalker a cryptid though, or is it? I mean, it. We have as much photographic evidence of I'm, a Skinwalker. I'm, I'm googling it. Okay. I like you do. Like you do. It is a... I think it's more of an urban legend. It's an indigenous curse. We do know that it is an indigenous I mean, yeah, curse. it's a shape-shifting humanoid. Um, but another thing about it that aggravates me about that show... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like they, they go into so much lore about the land itself and the show is supposed to be based around skinwalkers isn't it no okay but that um... no the 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 place is the skinwalker ranch that is what has been named because of the local legends of the local legends of the skinwalker well okay but what i'm trying to say is what aggravates me is they they get like tunnel vision with some of their science. They get so wrapped up in the science of things that the paranormal side of things gets left by the wayside. Well, maybe. 
I, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, so we discovered that the groundskeeper's house is haunted. Apparently, something. And they did like one episode there, and we haven't and then, he- heard anything nothing. about it since. You know, they never eat. They sent off those the ashes that they. I'm sorry if you have not seen the show. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. So they discovered a pile of ashes in a secret room under the ground. The um, the basement. The, the basement. basement. Yeah. They sent it off to the laboratory, but I don't think they ever reported back what it consisted of. No. And there's that. I mean, why are they leaving us out of the loop? And they have, I mean, really, each episode should only be a half an hour long. Because they spend about half of the show constantly reminding you of what you have already seen in previous episodes. Many, many, many times. And by the time you get to the third season... We've we watched the third season and the third season was weak. It was very weak because they spent most of the time reminding Rehashing. you. Yeah, and then they had the nerve at the end of the season to have two episodes that were basically the exact same episode where they just reminded us of everything up that to had that a, point. Yes, and we we all know it better than they do now. <laughs> Like, you've told us so many times. I'm sick of hearing about it. That's $20 I'll never get back. Right. Because we had to pay to watch the third season. Yeah, so... They could be filling that time. Maybe, you know... um, I don't know. Keeping us updated on past things that they've done. I know we've gone off on a little side tangent here about what we hate about the show, but... I it what's one thing that aggravates me about it is it's moved on to like pure scientific research of the phenomena of um and that's that's great you know I love alien shows as well like I'm very big into alien UFO life and stuff like that right but I just uh, there's so much- I want to see some I want to see some more of the paranormal aspect of the show and this stuff apparently happens a lot so why isn't it and i want to see more about the skinwalkers i want to see he see and hear more about the curse that i just want more of its namesake (laughs) well if there's nothing to report however but i think there is maybe we don't know but I think you might be right. They may be editing the shows to be more about the UFOs and... And, uh, and doing, you know, scientific research on the Mesa. Yeah. I think maybe they're doing that because they may, maybe polled like 100 people. And that was like the biggest favorite thing of the show. So they were like, oh, let's keep the show in that direction and not in I want to know what happened to those cows because you know they still have cows there so why what happened to the the was it the llamas yeah and oh my god where I mean we don't right. want to I don't want to spoil too much for you guys in case you haven't seen it but yet another show that leaves more questions than answers 
Definitely check that out, though. It is a good show. It, it is. I mean, we're addicted to it. Oh, yeah. And I'm definitely going to be watching season four when it comes out next year. But it is... Um, I'm not going to be paying for it. No. Hell no. <laughs> the first season, I believe, is on Netflix. The first two seasons are on Hulu. And then the third season's on... You have to, we watched it through Amazon. Yeah. Currently, you have to pay for it. And I, I strongly suggest you don't. Uh, it was a it was it was the weakest of the three seasons, I think. Totally. But uh there you go. There's also I just saw a Skinwalker documentary on the Skinwalker Ranch that came out the year before the show started. You can actually see bits with the current owner of Skinwalker Ranch, Brandon uh Fugel, right? Yeah. You can see him in the documentary, but at that point he didn't want to be seen. So they didn't show his face and they masked his voice. But you can totally tell it's him talking because he speaks. He definitely has his very business-like way of speak. Other cryptids. Um, oh, the Beast of Bray Road. Yeah, um, that's another one. That's that... a good one that I would like a little more knowledge on before we talk about it. But my dad actually saw it once. And I'll share Your dad's that story also done a lot too. of drugs, though. He has, yeah. <laughs> that is true. But it, not just him, but his buddy saw it also. Right, yeah. Which, you know, he only hangs out with other people who do drugs. So, That's true. Uh, yeah, but, you know. But you see, you, you there's, you, like. I did say in the last episode, well, you did too, that my dad is like a conductor for he is. paranormal. He is such a conductor for crazy paranormal experiences. So if anybody had, you know, I if I believed anybody, <laughs> I would believe him because there's got to be some truth to that. He does not have the kind of imagination to come up with something Yeah, and the conviction completely untrue. The, yeah, the conviction with which he has told us this story, like I, I if you were to hear it from him yourself, it would leave you in no doubt that he knows what he saw yep. and it was not human. Wild, wild. There was also uh, one of his buddies. Um, there's a little town here in uh, Riley and uh, they have two cemeteries. What? I just gave him like the, yeah. the giant eyes. Look, speaking of Riley, should we tell them what we saw a couple years ago? Yeah, we will in a sec. So, uh, the one cemetery, okay, so where my dad lives, where we used to live with him, used to be a pay lake and campground. And there was a lot of people back when it was open who went there all the time and they were like regulars or whatever. And my dad was there all the time. So he got to know everybody and made a lot of friends. And, uh, he had a buddy who would come out all the time who was very straight laced, like, he didn't, um, he, he was very quiet. He never embellished anything. His stories were always bland. Like he didn't even really joke around much. And, uh, one day he went to visit my dad and it was like broad daylight. And, uh, he was like, yeah, it's all werewolf. Like, yeah. How are you just going to drop that so blandly? He did too. Apparently he was just like, yeah, I saw a werewolf on the way over here. And my dad was like, what? And he said he went by the one cemetery and he saw something standing next to this headstone 
And he looked, he was on his motorcycle and he looked, he said it looked just like a werewolf standing on its back two feet. Uh, and it was tall, like eight, nine foot tall. Oh my God. And he said he, there was no mistaking it. And then, um, my dad heard from him later that after he left that day to go back home, he went by it again and he didn't see it, but he decided to stop in there and he walked up to the headstone and the guy's last name was Wolf. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Tell our story. So I think what we were, where, where were we heading? To, no, was, you were taking me to work, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. I was working as a night auditor at a um, hotel in town and we were driving down the road to get to go through Riley and it was it was nighttime it was about 10 30 it was night. about yeah, it was about 10 30 at night it was the month of october it was it was actually this is like the three-year anniversary. Two year anniversary of it yeah no that would have been 2020 it was in 2019 when it happened because i posted it on my blog cincinnatighosts.wordpress.com and i can look it up Actually, I'll do I that I think now. it was 2021. No. It was 2019. Anyway, <laughs> while he's looking up the dates, we both just happened to... We're getting ready. We're coming down the hill. It's very, very cornfieldy kind of area. And we're getting ready to come down. Um, we're passing the sign that says you're entering Riley. You, you can see some of the houses just up ahead. He and I both just happened to turn our head to the right and standing next to the, you know, the town entrance sign was a man. It was a grayscale colored man in Civil War, um, in a Civil War uniform. Yeah. And I could see his face, like, clear as day. He had, like, a... Uh, Kind of like, um, like a, I think he had like a beard and he was just kind of standing there with his like gun slung over one shoulder. And for you, you said there was no face. Yeah. So, and I didn't, he didn't have his gun over his shoulder either. Did we stop at some point? No. And we were just kind we just kind of like, we're silent for a second. And well, then we were both were like. Right down the street from there is a stop sign, and we stopped there and just sat there like... What, did, we did we really just... see that? But we had said it right after we passed them. I was like, you you kind of like turned to look at me, and we both were kind of like, did you see that? Yeah, he was glowing, and he was... What I saw was he was glowing so... Like, he was just white, and it looked to me... The reason I don't think I noticed him until we were just about to pass him was I thought it was something reflecting my headlights. But then when we got up to him, I realized he was glowing. He didn't move, didn't turn his head or anything. No, he was, it was, he was just very stationary. Yeah. He had, um, I saw him standing there with his, it looked like his right leg was kind of bent and standing up on the hill going up to the road. And he had he was holding his gun with his right hand, and the butt of it was on the ground next to his foot. 
Yeah, that's not what I saw at all yeah. either. And his face, he didn't have a face. It was just white. It was like just a white Ugh. spot. Still gives me the creeps to this day. Yeah. And I did that. I found the story. This is actually kind of how he was standing. Yeah. I got a picture of So when of was it? Was it 2019? It was October 9th, 2020. You're right. Wow. October. Wow. Yeah, it was only two years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, there you go. And it was it was pretty wild. And every time I go by there, I'm always looking at that spot. I know. Like, we look, gonna see we look all the time. Yeah. And we'll probably never see him we'll again. Never. And one of these days, I'm going to get the courage to go to that house that sits there and talk to the people and like, ask you, them if they've ever seen them. Do creepy things ever happen here? <laughs> because I'm thinking maybe this is a re- residual. I don't think it's a, you know... Yeah, I don't know. Because Riley is actually um, a, a, a little historic country town, and a lot of people who lived there at the time were Fought in the, the Civil War. war. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to either one of the cemeteries, you're going to see a lot of Civil War bodies there. However, where we were at and saw him, we were not near either cemetery. No. So, yeah, that was... <laughs> It was uh, pretty wild, actually. It was a full body, too, man. Head to toe. If you've ever had any experiences like that, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah. You know, send your submission to our email. Again, that's to catch a cryptid at gmail.com. We would love to hear any stories you'd like to share. If you've seen a ghost, like full body apparition like that, you know, we would. Or even tell us about your favorite cryptid. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love talking cryptids. Um, Ghosts, aliens. Like, have you had any experiences? We want to hear them all. I love, I could talk about this stuff all night, for real. All day and all night. I love, (laughs) I love the paranormal. (laughs) Uh, Go to Spotify. I actually got got the show on a few different places now. Um, iTunes. iTunes, iHeartRadio. Podbean, is that one? No. Um... I have it on uh, Good Pods. You can go there. Love Good Pods. Love Good Pods. And not a sponsor. Not and, a sponsor. And <laughs> um, uh, a couple others. I know it's iTunes, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, Spotify, Anchor, and there's another one. And I'm waiting on Google Podcasts to get to us there. To approve us, yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, Amazon. I got, um, got us on Amazon Music, too. Um, Lots of places to hear us. Yes, make sure you follow us if you want to hear more paranormal and uh, cryptid talk. And we will definitely keep you entertained with that. Until then. um, Yeah, keep your stick on the ice. What? Sorry, that's red green. Um, (laughs) Is that a hockey reference? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the heck I was just thinking when you said that. I was thinking like somebody taking like a staff and like just... (laughs) sticking it into the ice like they are claiming this land (laughs) they're claiming this ice claiming this ice in the name of all cryptids yeah okay that works (laughs) have a good week keep it creepy